Big John. Long gone. Sure. Hello, and welcome to another player profile and projection here on Talking Yanks, where we've been giving you an episode a day, every day until opening day, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name's Jimmy. His name is Jake. BBD in the corner today. We are talking about DJ LeMahieu. He was a stud. He was a stud. He was a stud. Last year, tale of two halves. But the second half, a little buried because by that point, no one cared about anything in the season. Jake, where do you stand with DJ? James, I wish I could answer a little more later today because we've got something fun that the people probably saw two weeks ago coming out. <laughs> um, but David John LeMahieu, it's it's funny. Sometimes we wonder what we're going to harp on with a guy. I think I know what I'm going to harp on with DJ. But before I get there, um, he did give us that second half, which if he didn't, uh, the question mark pile would have gotten just that much bigger. And it's not like he's not, not a question mark um, because we still haven't seen DJ, you know, be the DJ that, like, Yankee fans swooned over his his first couple seasons coming over, but he gave us that final part of last year where he had an 809 OPS, 273, 377. Uh, he looked like DJ, but you're right. Like, the season was over. It was almost, uh, hey, hey, that's cool, man, and we appreciate you, but there's so much other stuff wrong. <laughs> like, we'll get to you. Um, and I don't know. I, it's funny. Now we... You know, we've had a lot of conversations. Lead off DJ, DJ down in the lineup. Um, you know, it feels like we have guys in the heart of the lineup now, so it's almost like is DJ going to win over that leadoff spot or, you know, do you dream of like a cool six-hole DJ or something like that, which, again, is more exciting than scary. I am DJ hitting. I'm optimistic. Okay. I I believe in the second half, he, I think, was battling toe injuries, and then he openly talked about kind of, like, forgetting how he hit, and, like, yeah. and he never had to deconstruct how he hit. It just was so natural to him. So it was kind hit of the a, ball. It was a weird process being like, wait, what are my mechanics? Like, what am I? Um, and then the stats in the last 60 games, uh, post-All-Star break, they're not just, like, good. They're, like... DJ stats. Uh, I know it's just half the year, but it's it's a 270, like every slash line checks off. 273 batting average, yep. 377 on base, 432 slugging, 809 OPS. Like that would be how I would want him to attack um, his like hitting profile in every slash line. The one thing when I was looking at, I was trying to look at uh, versus pitches. Sure. You know, and we, aging is there and he was a very like handsy guy. And, and yeah, fastballs did hurt him last year more than ever before. He had his, all of his metrics were lower basically versus fastballs. And the biggest one is with percentage and put away percentage. So with two strikes, he was never like a fastball was never really going to hurt him. He could put that in play. He could turn it into a hit. Foul right off, field. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but his put away percentage on fastballs last year was the highest, eighteen point seven percent. It hadn't been above, you know, in his in in twenty twenty one it was fourteen, but in twenty twenty two it was nine. Um, 
18 and 19, 13%. So that jumped up a, a decent amount last year. And then his whiff percentage is the highest since 2014 against fastballs as well. And that's where um, I kind of wish I could split this up. Oh, I can. I can split it up by month. Because if I now see this and I see that it got better, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He got he got mowed down to start the year. Yeah. Okay. So his last month, it was 10% with percentage and 12% put away. To start the in, in April, it was 21% with and 30% put away. And then in um, June, the first half, it was 32% put away. So, okay. There was like positive signs on the, on the half of the year there too. So offensively, and we can stay there or pass you back your thoughts offensively. Um, I am excited. I, he's going to bat leadoff. They've kind of already said that. Judges requested it, and they've said that that's their plan to start the season. And I'm hoping that works out the whole way. Yeah, you you hope that first half. I mean, he had you know more than more than double the strikeouts and walks, triple, close to. Uh, very scary. And I I guess so. Things to watch for for DJ Lemayhew this year. If the foot starts acting up, that's like a huge like. Crap. Like, that That very clearly seemed to be a problem for him. Uh, I like that we can point to that as a good change as well. And like you said with the hitting coaches, like, again, DJ not a talker. Uh, and if there was two guys that did line up, it was Sean Casey because he is a talker. DJ's a listener by default. Mm-hmm. And they're both contact hitters. Like, go, go look at Sean Casey's player page. For Sean Casey being a big, hulky first baseman back in his day, he was a contact hitter. So I do think there's a lot of good stuff there. I do think the one thing that is different, and he'll he's going to get challenged early on in the season, like you mentioned <clears throat> with the fastballs, and if he, whoever's hitting ahead of... Soto judge, <laughs> you know, you're going to get challenged, which makes it interesting because now I'm going to contradict myself a little bit because I'm interested in on-base percentage. The Yankees offense is going to pivot, pivot around Soto and judge. Yeah. You know, like those guys are stalwarts of any lineup. They're together. Um, that if there's a person getting on base in front of them and DJ, his second half numbers uh, from last year, he got on base at a 377 clip. If whoever is getting, if Judge and Soto are healthy and playing any form of their baseball, and there's a person getting on base in front of them at a 360, 370 or higher clip, the Yankees' offense will be high level, like top 10. And that's without. <laughs> like almost any other contributions. That's how good Judge and Soto are. So if DJ can be the second half version of himself, or even, and I, I wanted to walk back a little bit of when I said, you know, we fell in love with DJ 19 and 20. I mean, we did. Um, but I said that was kind of the last time he was full-blown DJ. Even in 2022, which was a bit of an odd odd duck year for DJ, because I think that's when the foot stuff started happening. Yeah. He still Dang. ended the year with a 357 on base. Which, like, that's in the ballpark of good enough for Soto and Judge. It was 2021 when he had a case of the rollovers. Yes. 2021, he was rolling everything over. 2022, he was just awesome basically the whole way until the foot stuff fell off. And that Did was he, over the last six weeks. August, like, where in June, sucked. And in June last year, ever. was he battling something? Or did he get an IL stint in June 
I tried to Google it, but if you can look that up, Biebs, because I was looking at his profile in June, uh, the sixth month of the year, Jake. Sure. And he faced less balls, so maybe he did have an IL stint, but it's really interesting. I mean, he had a 0-3-3 batting average against fastballs and a 0-3-3 slugging, uh, like just awful. One hit, and it was a single all month against a fastball. Uh, He slugged the crap out of breaking and off-speed. And I wonder if that was... I wonder what that is, because it fully changes when you move on. But that's like, was he... Was he battling he, something and like just knew he, he had, couldn't catch up? He had some extra days off and he had one stretch of missing three days in a row and like four out of five against Boston and Seattle. He had um, to be so he's, he's he had battling to be laboring or battling something that was hindering his speed or like footing to like get the fastball because that's a drastic month of one hit first fastballs, but crushing off speed. Weird. Yeah. That that last June is tough. The um, you know, it's funny looking back at 2022 and how far you get removed from baseball seasons. I that was the year he started getting on base. That was like my award. Yeah, and like every other episode for a little bit because in June of 22, um, 272 a 398 on base percentage in July 344 462 on base. Like, full games played, 25-26, he was going nuts. If DJ gives us any of those months, the Yankees are going to win handfuls of games. Um, and then that August, this is when the toe stuff started, he had a 550 OPS and a 369. It was eight games, but remember DJ was over. Yeah, I think. And, like, they, <clears throat> he tried to come back. Yeah. I think I'm going to fully say that uh, the toe stuff went until halfway through the year. Done. Then he found himself again, and I'm a believer in the second half. Until otherwise, I believe in DJ LeMahieu, and I think you guys should too. The other thing that's interesting... His numbers in the second half are really good. They are, and as we... The other thing that could become interesting with DJ in this Yankees season, the past two years, he has been better versus lefties. So... There's the whole Alex Verdugo conversation that we'll have at some point that Verdugo could potentially be the verse righty leadoff guy. And DJ, it, again, I at first I was panicky because DJ is a safe thing for me, and I was worried that, let's say Alex Verdugo becomes the leadoff guy, um, you know, he's, t- he's not as good versus lefties that you'd have to potentially pinch hit him late in a game for Trent Grisham versus lefties or something of that nature. Um, a lot of a lot of season has to happen. I went through like dominant lefty relievers. There's really not a ton. Like I know Houston just signed Hater, but that's you know we'll get to that problem when we get there. Um, that like I I don't know if if DJ becomes even just the lefty leadoff guy, that's not a bad landing spot either. Yeah, feels like we have to talk some defense. So defensively. <clears throat> He last year at third base he graded out above average and outs above average. I haven't looked at DRS. I kind of like abouts above average more. That's just me personally. I think I think generally among the nerds, outs above average for infielders, infielders. is better. Yeah. DRS better for outfielders. Yeah, I think that's what they say, but that changes a lot. I don't know. Now, not crazy positive though, Jake at third, but makes the plays kind of like you know what we used to say about what we wanted out of a shortstop. Like you don't be too flashy, but make the plays. Um, so that's good. But, as you pointed out a ton, the arm is is not slow. 
compared to some of these other third basemen around the league. Like it's it's lollipops to first. If the play gets made, the play gets made. That's great. Right. I do wonder if we start seeing him going the Justin Turner bounce path, a bounce pass path more, um, and just spiking into the ground to Rizzo. Uh, you know, Trevor Plouffe, who does talk in baseball with us and play third base at the big league level, talks about how the bounce pass is awesome, and like some first baseman will just tell you, "Hey, just you know, just bounce it to me if you if you have a tough throw, because your your um, the angle that you can miss at and still be catchable is." better than there um or we just see some arm speed i don't know yeah i it's it's been a concern for me for a little bit i i you even you see it on <clears throat> you see it on plays like I, it's always funny to me uh you know say there's a runner on first two outs ground ball to third a lot of third basemen that <laughs> just go to first like that's kind of what you're taught you know dj if he's going to his left he's kind of going to second base which is kind of smart but it's also something's a little off so something to watch for this year uh as we look at young peraza does peraza potentially become a late game pinch runner defensive replacement i think you can see that in play uh another thing i can spin in an optimistic note was last year like donaldson was still coming back and he was going to be the third baseman in theory that DJ split his games almost perfectly between first and third last year with the Rizzo, um, Rizzo concussion times. So DJ still got the flex in the Yankees infield that if, if something were to happen to Rizzo, like DJ goes to first, like that's the plan there. Uh, I do like coming in that, Hey DJ, like you're third base, man. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe that sounds dumb, but this guy was a gold glove second baseman who came over to the Yankees, and then they were like, hey, we're going to do some util stuff for you. And yeah, pop over to, to third base for, for 40 games. You know, that, that'll be good. You'll make the plays over there. Like, it, it seems like he's coming into this offseason as the third baseman. Uh, and I don't know, those offseason reps, I, I feel like that is actually important, you know, even though we're talking about a 35-year-old veteran player. So I, I like that spin for him, but it'll be something interesting to watch, especially late in games or, uh, you know, early in the season. Will the Yankees try that formula out? I think they will. But we'll see. We'll see. I think he's going to be at third. He grades out negatively at first. Mm. So does everyone, though. I know. First base is a position that the metrics haven't I really agree. figured I do, out. I do agree with that. I'm trying to find some plays where uh, we could like show off what he's doing yeah. with his arm and stuff. But he what does translate from his third base metrics to first base is like just moving to his left is good. I don't know what to fully do with that, but it looks it looked right. Could be where on, he plays on there. Just how a lot of that's positioning. He did yeah. get the utility Gold Glove just two years yeah. ago, which is credit to his first and third base play. Utility Gold Glove. Yes or no this year for DJ? Uh, yeah. Okay. Why not? The voters get a little confused and it just happens. Becomes a fun fact. Beats out IKF over in Toronto. Uh, DraftKings over under for DJ LeMayhew. Uh, get in on the action at DraftKings. Uh, also, the NBA season's in full swing, and it's like it's actually picked up. Guys are competing, playing. To, it's kind of when I tune back in. Uh, and how about a no sweat bet? Get a bonus bet back up to a thousand dollars 
and the amount of your original bet if it doesn't hit, minimum of $5. Sign up using promo code YANKS. Download the DraftKings Sports we have now. New customers use promo code YANKS and get a no-sweat bet. It's promo code YANKS only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is Yizzy's. Mmm. I uh, got Isak Paredes grounding out. And then we got to do a random video, too. Mm. The over-under that they put on this sheet was nine and a half games at second base. Um, Last year, he didn't get to double digits there. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I think that he's a corner infielder at this point. Um, because it's been so long, because of the foot injury... And with Peraza and Cabrera in the wings, if you need a spell there, if Glaber's like if Glaber goes down, I think Peraza's your second baseman. Yeah, I'd, I'd wanted to play this game, and I think we can do it tastefully. If, if Glaber gets banged up, yeah. Peraza probably plays second. DJ yeah. stays at third. That's what I would. You'd think. assume. I'd assume. It could also not, but I would assume that. Yeah, we could be making asses out of you and me. If Volpe gets banged up, Peraza plays short. Yep. Glaber and DJ Glaber stay the same. Glaber stays at second. DJ stays at third. Yeah. If DJ gets hurt, he would be out. And he would yeah. be out, and Peraza would go to third. So he can't play He wouldn't, if be, he's he wouldn't be playing second hurt, base yeah. if he's if out. Rizzo, if Rizzo gets hurt. DJ goes to first. DJ goes to first. Peraza goes to third. Yeah. So, yeah, I... DJ's probably not playing a lot of second base this year. Now, is this game started or games? Because I'm a fan of game started. Because anything can happen in victory formations. Sure, and just like weird stuff happens. He How many nine, did he start it, at second last year? He got nine appearances. I can look into the starts in a moment. But he, he only he only stood over there nine he times. Started, started five. Five games. So, yeah. Or, I mean, no, yes, 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 yes. Maybe DJ's already not. Yeah, maybe that's already not a thing. Or no, he started so He nine. started He nine. finished yep. five. So even he if he started, <laughs> so he, he moved even to f- over to first. Or the nine to games he later. started, he didn't finish half of them, basically. Or so yeah, out. DJ might not be playing a lot of second base anymore. And two of them were in the first week of the season. He's opening day over there, and Glaber let off. Yeah, opening day, and then the second series against the Phillies, he started at second base, and then it didn't happen again until July where he did it. And then, yeah, there's this spell here where someone must have been hurt. They're all bunched up. Glaber was DHing. They had, like, back-to-back Glaber, DH, DJ second days in there? Yes. Huh. Yeah, DJ played... DJ led off and played second the whole Oakland series, and they got Glaber two DH days. So Glaber must have been battling something. Farts. Could have been chronic farts. Give me a an on-base percentage over 350. Because that's not too gaudy. That means you probably have some hot stretches where your on-base percentage is up. Or you're doing something very good like versus lefties. Like versus lefties, you're getting on base at a 390 clip or something like that. So I, I'm, I'm watching... For a lot of players, we kind of stumble around and it's like, be good. DJ, get on base. However that happens. Get on base. 
67 starts at third base and 50 at first base. That's still valuable. Like if, 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 if his value is super util and we're saying, well, now he's a corner infield replacement, still very valuable that he can go back and forth. Interested to see the arm. And I hope it doesn't become a problem. And it's more just like uh, a fun, ha ha. He still made the play. And, and then I, I believe in him offensively. Time it's like really cost of them. I'm sure there's a time we could I think find it just makes you hold upset. your breath sometimes. You're like, whoa. There's a like, few. Oh, that was closer than it should have there's been. There's a few tweener plays. Like, you know, there, there was a couple times that, and again, it's on, on the Yankees list of problems. It's nowhere near the top. But, you know, some of those backhand plays to third base, you see DJ just get rid of it as quick as possible. And sometimes those plays look comical because it's just not how the Arenados and Chapmans and Peraza would would do that play. They'd plant and throw a seed. Um, hmm. But it's it shouldn't it shouldn't be a Yankees problem. It would be a does this need to be addressed come important games? It's the eighth inning. Does DJ LeMahieu need to be out of the game if we're playing defense? As we talk or about is it just his Peraza that much better than Clay Holmes is Clay Holmes is sinker Johnny Luizaga's sinker that leads to a lot of tappers that leads to a lot of choppers you got to be aggressive you got to make the throw so, Stroman start days he gets a lot of grounders like oh yeah do we get a <clears throat> do we get an etcher does Peraza is get, he gonna be Stroman's days. guy or something like that yeah that's fun I do like that that's fun the one the thing to note on DJ's OBP that just I feel like we've just always forgotten to acknowledge it more. During Judge's best season ever, most of that year before he got hurt, DJ was leading the league in walks ahead of the best offensive season ever. So, like, actually, I'm not worried about DJ getting on not via the walk with Judge Soto either order behind him because he's done that before. It feels like they'll test him early on with a lot of fastballs, and if DJ can can start peppering right field early on, that would be control a really good sign. that zone. Simple game. Go, DJ. Go, DJ. I have faith. I believe. I go, DJ. So just in my heart. Four times the ball was hit to third base. DJ was playing third, and it resulted in a single. Okay? And one, it was a laser. So not his fault. One... And this time, he smartly ate it.